Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 350. Later that evening, I related the encounter to my friends while playing cards at Anchors. He's giving you a hint, Thickwit, Manet said irritably. The cards had been against us all night, and we were five hands behind. You just refused to hear it. He's hinting I should leave off studying sympathy for a term, I asked. No, Manet snapped. He's telling you what I've told you twice already. You're a king-high idiot if you go through admissions this term. What? I asked. Why? Manet set his card down with a profound calm. Quoth, you're a clever boy, but you have a world of trouble listening to things you don't want to hear. He looked left, then right, at Willem and Simon. Can you try telling him? Take a term off, Willem said without looking up from his cards. Then he added, thickwit. You really have to, Sim said earnestly. Everyone's still talking about the trial. It's all anyone is talking about. The trial? I laughed. That was more than a span ago. They're talking about how I was found completely innocent, exonerated in the eyes of the Iron Law and merciful Tellu himself. Manet snorted loudly, lowering his cards. It would have been better if you had been guilty in a quiet way rather than be innocent so loud. He looked at me. Do you know how long it's been since an arcanist was brought up on charges of concertation? No, I admitted. Neither do I, he said, which means it's been a long, long while. You're innocent, lovely for you, but the trial has given the university a great shining black eye. It's reminded folk that while you might not deserve burning, some arcanists might. He shook his head. You can be certain the masters are uniformly wet cat mad about that. Some students aren't too pleased either, Will added darkly. It isn't my fault there was a trial, I protested, then backed up a bit. Well, not entirely. Ambrose stirred this up. He was backstage during the whole thing, laughing up his sleeve. Even so, Will said, Ambrose is sensible enough to avoid admissions this term. What? I asked, surprised. He's not going through admissions? He is not, Willem said. He left for home two days ago. But there was nothing to connect him to the trial, I said. Why would he leave? That's the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. Thickwit. Structure. Thickwit. <laughs> Thickwit. Structurally, I feel that the significance of this chapter is that Rothfuss needs Quoth to leave the university and couldn't really come up with a good enough reason to get him away. I think we talked recently about how everything Quoth wants is here and that only the threat of the Chandrian or something equivalent would get him to leave it for any length of time. Quoth, Rothfuss needs him to spend time away, but the character wants something else. So Rothfuss has to kind of conspire to get every person in his life to tell him at the same time to go take some time off. I mean, yeah, but I also think that this is in character for Quoth in that Quoth is a certain kind of mind. I I don't want to say left-brained, but I kind of do in the sense that like he's very book smart and he's very like knowledgeable and intellectually curious, but he's not always very uh street smart or or wise to like the way the social winds are blowing. Uh, and that, I think that's been true of him in, in other circumstances as well. And to this extent, he reminds me of a lot of people I knew 
as teenagers because I was in the the gifted program at my school, which is basically just somewhere to put all the weird kids. And a lot of those kids were like really, really good at math and science uh, and they got great grades, but they just like did not know how to socially interact with other people. They were not picking up on social cues. Yeah, they were, they were good at like reading a room. And I think the Quoth is suffering from a bit of that in this moment. And so to that extent, it doesn't feel like forced or out of character for me. Oh, I'm not arguing it's out of character or forced. I just think that like while writing the book, Rothfuss probably went, okay, now Quoth goes off and has adventures on the other side of the continent. But how do I get him to go? Hmm. And that right. might be another reason to gloss over the trial, right? The trial is not important as a plot point. It's only important as a lever to get Quoth to leave the university for a length of time. Yeah, yeah. I was no, just going to no, say, Jordana was looking very thoughtful. I was, and I will butt in, don't worry, but let Nick finish his thing first. Okay, well, I mean, all I was going to say is you mentioned that he was left brain. Do you think he knows that his love is fleeting? After all, he did fall in love with a girl at once and almost completely who's in love with the world. But sometimes those feelings can be very misleading. Don't you agree? You're doing a bit, aren't you? I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is entirely I, off the cuff. I know what I'm talking That's, about. Those sound like song lyrics, but I can't tell you what the song is. You'll have to sing it, Nick. Yes, regale. I've said it once before, but it bears repeating. More. Do more. No, that's it. That's the whole thing. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, okay, I have a note uh, regarding sort of their friendship, I suppose. So I never really considered Manit to be someone who was not good with words. I assumed that Manit was like well-spoken and always kind of had the right thing to say. But in this sense, he he's asking Willeman Sim to kind of explain this to Quoth because he can't. Well, if I can get meta here, um, we know for a fact that Manit is an author insert. So this could be Rafis having a bit of fun saying, okay, look, I need, I, the author need to tell these characters to tell Quoth something. Right? Like, Manit only shows up when he needs to kind of deliver some information from on high. Right? And I think that's, I, I, I don't, don't quote me on that. That's just sort of like. Did Manit need to be in this scene then? Could Willem no. be the person saying these things? That's what I'm getting at. Manit doesn't need to be in the scene because he could just have had a scene of his friends talking to him, but Manit's in the scene to like put a bit of weight and experience behind his friends exhorting him. But also, I think there's some meta fun to be had with the author himself plopping himself down at a table with his characters and saying, okay, you need to leave for a while now. Hmm. And also to get less meta, but still cracked potted. um, What if Manit is sort of like a line of communication from the masters? We know he's been there for a long time and there's still the very peculiar, you have uh, three spades conversation from the previous book. So what if like Manit sort of like doubles as a a back channels from the masters to the students and when the masters need to deliver information or when they have questions about students, they go to Manit. Mm. If I can get even less cracked potted and meta than that, I don't think it's that Manit is at a loss for words. It's that he's explained it well to Quoth and Quoth hasn't even heard him because Quoth goes, wait, what? Like he doesn't remember. Well, he, he doesn't he's already said this to Quoth. He's already yeah. tried to. 
And Quoth doesn't even remember that conversation, right? So Amanda's like, okay, you're not listening to me. Maybe you'll listen to your two closest friends instead. Reasonable. And I also think that's like putting in, that's showing something that Manit has claimed on this page, which is that Quoth is bad at hearing things he doesn't want to hear. And I think that is an attribute of Quoth's character we should be paying attention to, that he hears what he wants to hear when he's like gathering information about things and he maybe doesn't doesn't factor in the ways in which some uh, in which a piece of information might not fit his preconceived notions of what he already wants to do. And I think that's also a, an attribute of his storytelling. I think he glosses over things that he doesn't want other people to know or he glosses over things that uh, he do- I mean this is, I guess makes sense as a first person narrator, but he glosses over things that he doesn't understand or mm-hmm. doesn't really grasp the the in the magnitude of or or doesn't want to interrogate too closely perhaps yeah yeah i think that's all i got does anyone else have anything they want to throw up there i mean other than the fact that thick wit is an amazing word and i need to add it to my vocabulary no Mm. episode time for sure For sure. We have a letter from Madsen who writes on page 332. Dearest pagers, you fools! On this page, Bast interrupts Quoth's talk of having to move the narrative out of the university by whinging about how much he hates beats. While this is funny and you acknowledge that it is funny, humor just cannot be the only reason Bast interrupts Quoth's train of thought here. I have no evidence for this, beyond knowing that Rothfuss ruthlessly cuts anything that isn't serving at least three functions, and I haven't the slightest idea here what the cracked pot might be. Nonetheless, I set you all to hypothesizing. Or maybe I'm as cracked as a pot myself. All the best things, signed, Madsen. Well, Madsen, thank you for writing. And I do want to point out that in the very next episode, when we had the third member of our trifecta, Nick immediately harangued us for being like the reason that Bass doesn't want both putting beets in the food is because beets are high in iron, uh, which is deadly to the Fae. Um, and so that just goes to show you that this podcast can run with only two of us, but we are a perfect uh, like triangle that requires all three points to truly function. I'm just looking at the page again, and normally I'd agree with you, Madsen. I think that Bass tends to interrupt when he's trying to move the narrative somewhere, but this is an area where Bass doesn't know. Like, Bass knows a lot about what happened at the university. He knows about his friends, but Bass doesn't know about his time with Felurian or with the Cathaya, right? Bast is surprised and horrified when he learns about all that stuff. So he's saying, I've kept us at the university too long anyway. Which, by the way, is probably Rothfuss talking to the reader saying, okay, we spent almost half the book at the university. There's more to get to. We need the time for other things, things no one has ever seen or heard. And then he goes, Reshi, no. So as much as I want to think of something that Bast is trying to steer the narrative toward, I do genuinely think he's just like frightened at seeing beats go in the pot. This one time. Mm. Well, can't argue with that. Uh, but we'll probably argue about something else on tomorrow's page. Of the way.